0: Well, in this part of the programme, I always like to bring you a personal story where a guest tells us something extraordinary or different that's happened in their life. And Tasneem Anwar lives in High Wycombe. Tasneem is a wife, a mother and working pharmacist, but in her spare time, she runs. She only started running after having three children and she's completed two marathons. She's founded a women's running club in Wickham to encourage more Muslim women to run because she says that many think they can't do physical exercise wearing a hijab or head covering. Tasneem joins me now. Hi, how are you? Hi,
1: Mike. I'm fine, thank you. How are you today?
0: Well, we're okay, thank you. Tell us what it is amongst Muslim women that might be a barrier for them to go out running...
1: There can be a number of things, Mike. It could be something simple as what they're wearing. And I say simple, but in the hijabis, hijabi runners' mind, it might not be something simple. You know, they might feel that what they're wearing is different. They may feel quite anxious about going to a run or a running club wearing their hijab, or maybe something a bit different in terms of long-sleeve clothing. And also sometimes clubs they don't always cater for women only, and that can be a barrier too. So it's about wearing the hijab and also. Kind of the clothes you wear. So, for example, as a Muslim woman and a runner, I don't wear short sleeve tops or I don't wear shorts. So I'm always fully covered and wearing hijab while I run. And you might look a bit different to an average runner, as you might call it, who might be, you know, wearing shorts and t-shirts in the summer. And you're there in, you know, full clothing and covered up. And so you might feel a bit anxious going to events dressed like that.
0: Wearing what you do wear, though, isn't it quite warm and quite difficult when you're doing runs, like you do,
1: It can be. Absolutely it can be. So there are ways around it. So for example, you can get hijabs made especially for sports. So they're kind of sweat wicking. So they, you know, they keep you cool and they kind of take the sweat up and you're not kind of soaked in sweat. Also, if you're quite choosy with your clothing, you can wear long sleeve tops, which are quite thin. So you're not overheating too much. And that's the key not to overheat, especially if you're doing long runs in really hot weather as well. So I don't wear leggings. I usually wear kind of joggers or, or track pants. They can get caught which are slightly more baggier than leggings and I also kind of wear sometimes like a running skirt I guess it's just like some shorts over the top of that so I feel a bit more comfortable and kind of sort of the behinds covered up a little bit more as well and I'll usually wear like a long sleeve top as well but in summer I kind of make sure it's quite a thin material so it's not too thick and I'm not going to be overheating in really hot weather.
0: So we've been talking about you wearing the hijab. What about uh, Muslim women that wear the niqab or the uh, al-Amira? Do you ever see a day where they could do running too, maybe alongside you?
1: Absolutely. I I don't know many women that wear the niqab that are... Runners. I think there are a few, I've seen lots of walkers, especially who are walking long distances, but not runners. But absolutely, if there are any women that wear the niqab that wanted to come and join us, they would always be most welcome. And there's no barrier for them to come along and run, you know, just get your trainers on and and come and do it.
0: And the alamira?
1: Alamira, I guess that sounds like a hijab. So again, that wouldn't be a barrier. So for example, I have some women that wear, it's called an abaya, which is essentially like a long dress. So my women, they wear that and that doesn't stop them either. All I ask is that they wear one a slightly bit shorter so they're not tripping over for health and safety reasons. But again, that doesn't stop them from coming and running with us.
0: Tell us about your journey then. You didn't really do any running at school or when you left school, you are a busy wife and a mother and a pharmacist. You hadn't done any running, certainly not long distance running at all. What was the sort of Eureka moment for you, where you decided to put yourself out there and run as
1: a Muslim woman in public. That's right. So I didn't like to run and never ran at school. It was only very much in my adulthood that I took up running. And I think the moment for me was after my three children, I kind of felt quite and healthy in terms of my weight and my levels of activity and fitness and I wasn't doing much at all I'd lost weight through dieting and things and, and that was fine but I wanted something a little bit more to kind of get out there and be active and I can't really remember how I came across running I just thought I'd go out and try a one mile one one afternoon me and my husband and I thoroughly enjoyed that one mile it was a mixture of running and walking and since that day, I got hooked and I guess I had some internal barriers in my mind that uh, I couldn't um, maybe go to events dressed as I do. But actually, I just turned up at these events and I've never looked back. And it's I found the running community to be the most welcoming ever, to be honest.
0: Really? So you had no need to be nervous about joining that running community?
1: I didn't. And I think sometimes we feel that there are these barriers and a lot of the time it is just within ourselves because I've never been to an event and felt unwelcome. Everyone is always so welcoming and so friendly and I've just been amazed at how I've been accepted into the running community.
0: So now it's your mission to show that wearing a hijab is not a barrier to being physically active. How have you gone about persuading other Muslim women to join you?
1: So the way I've done that is I've just made sure I kind of show what I'm doing across social media. So on my Instagram and Twitter and my Facebook, I will just post lots of pictures of me running. But I've also taken it a step further and I've become a run leader. So I lead a group of women who are mainly of the Muslim background, but we also have women from a Hindu and a Sikh background. And I've created this running group and we are running together. And we have just completed a catch to 5K program. So we've all gone and finished the 5K. And just kind of giving them the confidence and a safe environment to come and run with us. We started just as we were in lockdown, and all the runners, bar one or two, were completely new to running. So they started at a zero level of fitness, a zero level of running experience. And I've seen their experience and their achievements kind of grow and grow. And they have done fantastically well. And they're wanting more. They want to go on to and do a 10k now as well. And they have just blossomed into these fantastic runners
0: and the benefits of running are not just to improve your health physically I imagine you've got stories and maybe your own experience of it being much better in different ways for your mental health too
1: It really has been great for mental health, especially during this lockdown period, because it's just a means of getting out there. And when you're a busy working mom, you just just need that own time for yourself. And it's just such a wonderful way to just switch off from work, from any other stresses you may have just for that short time. And also being out there outdoors and running, you get to enjoy the beauty of nature around you and explore. And it's just amazing to be out there and get away from things for a bit as well.
0: And can running be a spiritual experience too? You might be able to pray as you go along.
1: Absolutely. And there's no reason why you can't make it a spiritual experience, regardless of whatever faith you follow, you can pray while you're running, you can listen to parts of your holy book while you're you're running as well as an audio book, for example, or as a podcast or as a sound file. Also, I know there's other runners, they kind of use it as a meditation as well. So it can definitely be a spiritual way as well, definitely.
0: And have you had the sort of blessing of the imam at your mosque or the leadership there?
1: Not necessarily. I, mean, I don't think I need their blessing. But, you know, my community know that I run and everyone seems very supportive. I've not had anyone tell me not to run. Funnily enough, all I get told by my mom is, um, you know, I think you've had enough now. You've, you've uh, <laughs> lost enough What You can stop running now. But if it, was, if it was just about weight, I probably would have stopped a long time ago. But it's so much more than about losing weight. Um, so I will continue as much until, until I can. It can be very addictive because when you're running, definitely experience all those endorphins. And also, I find it's a sense of achievement. So, when you've run a particular distance or you've tackled a particular hill, that sense of achievement you get, it definitely is addictive. It is. <laughs>
0: And you've done a couple of marathons now, haven't you? That's extraordinary, isn't it?
1: I have. So I've done Loch Ness Marathon and I recently did did the uh, virtual London Marathon. And yes, it it was a great experience, definitely.
0: And because of your Muslim background, do you think this is only going to be Muslim women running together as women? Or will there come a time when you can run in mixed races, do you think?
1: So I think for my for my running group in particular, I think some will go on to run mixed races. Some will probably still want to run in a single sex group, and that's absolutely fine. For myself personally, I do go to mixed races, and I have no problem with that. You know, I, I go there, do my own thing and run, and I completely enjoy that. But I, I know some women don't feel comfortable in that, and that's where my running group will always be that safe space for them to come and do so.
0: So you've got more and more converts, so to speak, more and more Muslim women around the High Wycombe area are going out running do you ever do it on your own or do you feel that that is maybe not safe and maybe could attract rude comments and abuse from people?
1: that is one thing I do worry about but I do go out and run on my own as well I think it's all about being sensible isn't it so I make sure that if I am running alone in the evenings somebody knows what route I'm doing so my husband will know what route I'm doing and where I'm going and how long I'll be also I'll make sure that I'm sticking to sort of well-lit routes also I'm very visible in high-vis clothing or I've got running light on but it's also about knowing your area you kind of roughly know the area that's safe to run or not but I mean running alone is fine I I love running on my own too.
0: Maybe other runners listening elsewhere in beds, Hearts and Bucks could start what you've started in Wickham.
1: Absolutely. I mean, if anybody wants to start, whether it's running or whether it's start a running group, just go and do it because there's a lot of need, especially for women-only running groups. So, yes, let's go and do it.
0: We've been speaking to Tasneem Anwar and you can find out all about her on Twitter and Instagram at this hijabi runs, And also you blog as well. Go to thishijabiruns.wordpress.com. Fantastic talking to you this morning. Thank you so much for your insight, Tasneem, and for coming on BBC Three Counties Radio.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Mike.
0: Pleasure. Isn't that great? Lovely talking to Tasneem. I'll give out her social media addresses in a mo. It's not really a great day for running, but she's going out and I think doing a run in Henley very, very soon. So lovely to talk to her.